0: Cash, you ready? We're going to one take hold of this thing, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready, man. Let's get it. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I'm your
1: boy mr prez and with me always it's your boy cash aka exec p what's happening good people man
0: cash for the new people who ain't never heard of us and don't know what we do please please enlighten them
1: all right man i got you music sports culture entertainment that's don't sleep on a couch podcast in a nutshell that's what we talk about each and every week we're gonna give you our tidbits from our perspective. This is Barbershop Talk mixed in with a little bit of humor and a little bit of just talking to your homies. That, that, that's what we're about, man. We homegrown and black-owned. And as of
0: uh this past weekend, hey, we both vaccinated, man. We we, we in there. Man. <laughs>
1: I was
0: had a rough day yesterday. Glad we didn't hide on the usual one. Yeah, yeah, man. We're recording this on the Monday. It's Sunday, I was, I was.
1: Yeah, that second that shot put hit me, me on my ass too, a couple, what, about a month or so ago when I, yeah, yeah, yeah it's just, it'll do it's, it's doozy, it would, man. it sneak up on you. Yeah, 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 but I'm, it's all good today, man. Uh, So what do we have on the agenda? Man, it's been a busy weekend. This is probably one of the best weekends I've had, music-wise, sports-wise. We had a Game 7 Clippers versus Mavs that went down crazy. Luca got you know, ousted, but that that dude is up next. We had several dope ass albums come out. Ransom dropped today as we record. Lloyd Banks, Lil Dirk, Lil Baby. Who else we had? Smoke Dizza, Apollo Brown, and Raheem Devon. Who else we had? Uptown. Uptown makes next so, It's like all spectrums, whether you whether you have a niche kind of field that you listen to all the way. To the the hip hop or the most hip hop, then you had the mainstream. Like touched everything, man. Ocho Cinco fought this weekend. Floyd Mayweather and uh, what's his name? Damn it, I Logan Paul. But yeah, they they was in the ring. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. We're gonna say no fight. <laughs> they was in the ring.
1: Julio Jones to the <laughs> Titans came out of nowhere this weekend. So it's 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 a, it's a lot of news. It's a lot of news. Bomb, bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I recall you wanting to have that bum on your team. You still was, you still never, was refreshing. Never
0: said do oh, that old dude on our team, man. Over here like
1: <laughs> already with the team. Already with the lives. Already on
0: your team over here, man. But this is episode what
1: 111. It's 111. Yeah, 111.
0: Alright, so y'all heard what we're going to talk about. Let's go on and jump right into it. What, what are we getting into first?
1: Let's let let's let's start with the, the, the Swizz and Timberland verses that we didn't get to last week. Last week?
0: Yeah, okay. let's get with all that. Right, we'll we catch up. We'll catch up. So, Swizz and, you know, they initially started off the verses, him and Timberland, you know, just them battling over phone when COVID was just coming around and all this and, you know, hitting it up. So, it gave while we was locked in we had something you could still reach out and that was the the main communication point for a lot of people at that point uh, well when you when it was locked down like that uh so and then for entertainment wise it was pretty much all the closest we're gonna get for a concert uh so i think everybody started tuning in of course they made their money off it they got a couple other artists to jump in on it uh, we remember all the great ones, you know, the Nelly versus Ludacris. Nelly, not having his studio set up properly, being probably a little bit too tipsy, not playing the hits that he should have played versus Luda and Luda just demolished them. Uh, we had, uh, uh, then it, it became a little bit more elaborate as it came along. You had, uh, the, the Rick Ross versus two chains, a great, great battle at that point in a Gucci, great show, Gucci man, great, and great Jeezy. Show. No, that was the one that I got locked in when they had. I mean, <laughs> that's when two chains them brought out the strippers, bro. That was, oh yeah. <laughs> that
1: was, you 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 also yeah. had X and Snoop. The, I mean, yeah. then you got the R and B ones. You got the ones for the old heads. Like they they've been putting on a show, but what they never got to get back and it, to was them in yeah, and this and property.
0: Form. To, as it as was opening up, what you had the the Gucci and the uh, the Jeezy, where they had more of a stage and people around, and that's when it was getting more of the, the theatrics a little bit back, as people can uh, be around, not not a big crowd, but you can have some type of crowd. And now this is like everything's pretty much opening back up, and it's kind of celebrating that little point. That's kind of how I felt this was going going into it. And uh, yeah, Swiss uh, and <laughs> and Tim, they get up there. Repeat better sound quality, better stage, better, uh, audience uh, interaction and stuff this time around, but I don't know if I felt it as much. Is that a problem?
1: Yeah. I think, I think it's kind of like a URL thing, like subconsciously while you're watching it, you're looking for, you're looking in the crowd to see if people are feeling it and you're listening to the music they're performing. And I think where it fails is, I I, I want to see the artists perform the songs. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. That's what I was going to go to. I was just like,
0: man, if they're going to be producer versus producer, and they're not really splitting the rhymes or any any of the choruses, like a lot of that, which this is where i'm gonna say swiss won this one uh, i'm gonna jump out and go ahead
1: and right say that because he's been an entertainer uh, like as, he's done it
0: yeah, yeah. as far as an entertainer he was out there a lot more doing his dancing a lot of the the a lot of his production he does the chorus for so it was his voice over it and all this where tim is more of just behind the scenes production he may throw in a thing here and there he got a couple of songs that was lukewarm but wasn't extreme hits but you got Swiss swiss got that party music that around you up perfect atmosphere for his music where uh, as you've seen from that one uh timberland had a lot more of the slow melodic uh you know uh be be with your girl had some party music but not as hype as that swiss music you know what i mean so when yes, it came so- to performance wise swiss swiss had it i mean even with his uh if you look at the tie he was wearing he he was he was decked out. He came ready. He he looked like a winner when he came out there.
1: Yeah, and to your point, Swiss makes battle-type records, ironically, in how he gets on the hooks and is mad amp. He's been a performer for as long as we remember, so he brought the energy, and, and Tim got into his bag as it went along, but the one thing I keep saying about these verses, man, is these damn things is too long, bruh. I can't, I can't sit through it. And then I think the timing of it all was bad too, because it came out over Memorial Day weekend. Like, who was really watching that? You know what I'm saying at that That's, time. First weekend we
0: can get back out.
1: Right. I had to, we had to catch it on the playback because I I was gonna put it on to drop it for episode 110. But there's no way we was gonna watch that. Everybody was traveling, doing that thing during Memorial Day weekend. So it was kind of like, ah, you know what I mean. But Nevertheless, this thing sounds way better if you go back and listen to the playlist that they have on every platform after these guys drop these verses. You have way more appreciation for what Timberland has done as far as the R and B space and the hip hop space. Like he's killed it. And then Swizz later on in Swizz's career, he got into the R and B bag and started doing this thing, man. And I saw him on Drink Champs as well. They were kind of. Doing the pregame before it. And it was like a beautiful thing to say, see um, those guys and the camaraderie and what they've done for that for the platform and the culture, man. Like I still watch it. I still want it to succeed. You know, I just gotta chop it up like I'm watching a series nowadays because, you know, the world is opening up. So, you know, you're not like like Nori said, getting dressed to walk to another room <laughs> to watch this this performance because that's all we have before COVID, but now they're going to have to kind of think of a lot better matchups and, and continue to do it on a the level they're doing. So people can pay attention to it. They may not watch it right away, but you know, maybe if they change it as far as the timing that they release it, you know what I'm saying?
0: Cash, you
1: didn't say who won, who won? Ah, oh, man, that's hard, bro. That's hard. That's hard. I, I didn't uh, just well, I'm
0: putting you on the spot. I don't want to know this. I'm hard. Who won, Cash? Say it.
1: I'm gonna have to go with man. I Tim, man. For me. You're gonna Tim say Berlin. Tim. Yeah. Tim okay. for me. Why? I just like his his beats. His he's more diverse. You know what I mean? Even though Swiss has done the R and B thing and can do the R and B production, I just think Tim's bag is way more, way more vast. But for the sake of a battle with live in person, like if as if we was watching URL, Swizz would seem to have gotten it. But if you just really go back to the playlist and listen to the music, you gotta you gotta pump your brakes and rethink it because Tim got some shit. Tim got some shit. So I'll give it I'll give it to Tim. I wasn't a prisoner in the moment. I had to go back and just listen to the playlist. I had it on the background uh this past week so yeah tim 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 the man man just so
0: super close as i said swiss i'm a prisoner of the moment i went by the performance that was out there i ain't going to listen at no other playlist give you a second chance i know what i saw you lost him (laughs) Uh, (laughs) oh man (laughs) but uh man the way they was dressed though on here too man just like uh I, i was thinking like man that's us getting up there performing or doing something, i gotta lose some weight i ain't trying to be like tim up there sweating. now I'm, I'm, I'm the bigger person out and he this. be in the gym too he just <laughs>
1: he's just he just a big strong big he fat yeah. strong yeah
0: yeah yeah so i ain't trying to be that I, I i gotta get out here and start running man i ain't trying to be out somewhere performing and sweating like looking like tim 30 40 minutes into it about to die
1: <laughs> <laughs> and be drunk and drinking. Oh, yeah. man, they had, a, they had a good time, but it seemed like a blast, man. All right, man, so um, let, let's move on. So um, we talking about the Joe Budden podcast and then the breakup with Rory and Maul, and it seems to be that everybody's landing on their feet. The Joe Budden podcast has a new look. They, they've upgraded, and then Rory and Maul, KD on his podcast just broke the news that they got something in the works with Rory and Maul, so dropped a few little pictures, you know, with them talking. So I, I think that's going to be something dope, man. I can't wait to see them, you know, what they're going to come up with, man. So I, I thought that was pretty dope. So, but yeah. Oh but.
0: man, buttons, buttons came out though. He said like, they ain't doing nothing within a year, right? From the time frame he left that show.
1: So he he talked tough. Hey,
0: hey, this is what I'm (laughs) talking about. This is why I don't respect Joe Button if he does this. He just all just noise and all this other stuff, and he has no substance behind it. Man, like if if you're going to go out and jump out and say something big like that, be the big dog in the room and and stick to your word.
1: So you can't do that. Shut the hell up. That's where I was listening. Here's here's an update, Perez. I know you don't listen to him or listen to the podcast. So since then, He's walked that shit back. Give them nothing but praise, which is the much success. Just He was just being Joe, talking shit in the moment. It don't make it right, but just want to update you on information since I know you already fuck with him.
0: I, I, yeah, because I'm saying that the problem right there. Joe is always in that moment and ruins a good thing. He ruins a good thing. Man, that's that's hence why I'm not going to follow. He's going to do the same shit again in
1: two, three years. Shout out to Rory and Mardo, man. I hope much success, yeah. man. I know they're gonna come up with something creative and, and something that makes that sets them apart, that makes them unique, man. They they still deserve a platform and hopefully it works out for whatever they got going with KD and the team over there at uh boardroom.
0: You gonna give them a listen when they come out?
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. I, I rock with the, them, if man. They, if they
0: have if they had a the better product on you, that's the one you're gonna go to. I'm not choosing between. Steal.
1: I'll listen to both. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't gotta choose, man, if it sucks, right. then you know fall I mean, off, mean, you
0: got tun to... yeah yeah
1: yeah, 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 no, nah, but those those are the type yeah. of podcasts I'm into, you know what I'm saying, so I would listen to it you know what I mean, I ain't gotta choose between between it, you know, support both but okay. what else we got What without... uh let's take a brief break, man, and uh, we're gonna hop into some sports. All right, all right. First up, man, the fight of the weekend: Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. Did you watch it? Did you stay up to watch that shit? Because I know I didn't. I had to catch the highlights.
0: Hell no, I ain't no sucker, man. Like, like, I don't, I don't get why people actually falling for this this okey-doke man like come on man you knew what this was gonna be the minute floyd mayweather name is thrown on this with some no name up and coming saying he want to be a boxer but then i'm
1: taking this seriously. Like, this is not a no-name person this dude got 20 million youtube subscribers uh, no
0: no 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 no, no. I, bro that's fake shit like, like i was because
1: you don't respect I, exactly. I don't but that don't make does. it fake. That may, he has a very hey, real bro. following.
0: No, uh, he has a following. He hasn't done anything to earn that. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's not in the he in has. the realm that he's going in. No, he's no, making himself he marketable. Hold on, let, let me hear me out. In the realm that he's going in, and that he's saying that he wanna be boxing, he has done nothing to prove itself. He has not gone through the typical uh, up and coming, and if he really wanted to take it serious, he would have had a different team and going a different route than this expedition bullshit that y'all keep watching. And if y'all gonna keep paying your money for it, y'all want to be sucking, they're gonna keep taking The shit is staged, man. Floyd Mayweather ain't stepping in that ring with a heavyweight without a, a, a shitload of stipulation. Hell, he wouldn't step in the ring with Pacquiao with all them damn stipulations. You think he's really gonna man, come on, man. Y'all fall for that fake shit. I, I, I ain't watching that dumb.
1: Nah, it's entertainment, baby. It's entertainment. Why so serious? <laughs> Why so serious about it? Like, I enjoyed it. I wanted to be entertained. I watched the highlights. I caught the um. Well, actually, I caught the full thing on the stream after somebody held me down. But yo, I had I, I enjoyed watching that. I enjoyed watching Ocho Cinco and Brian Maxwell. I had a good time watching that. In and it, it was what it was. And I, for one, am all for these young cats shaking shit up. So what? He didn't earn it typically in a, in a boxing ring and shit like that. The reason why we don't watch boxing right now or don't keep up with everything that's going on in boxing because there's not enough big fights. You got to go through all this red tape and shit like that. And you really have to be in the know with boxing to know when certain things are happening the average Joe, the casual fan, really not checking for boxing? It's only the no. That's not that's
0: not the reason. Cash, who won that fight?
1: It's exhibition. Nobody won.
0: Oh, so I couldn't bet at Vegas on it. So I can't bet. You could bet at Vegas. Match. You
1: could bet. Who, who won? Bets. You could take a prop bet. Who won? You could who take won? prop bet. But you asked me, how, could you? How do I? Could you bet at Vegas? I told you you could.
0: Yeah, yeah, but if I'm betting against my friend. Like, who who won? That? How do how do we resolve that? You can't no bet on the exhibition. Win. That's what I'm talking about. This is why this is no fun uh, to watch in the first place. Gotcha. And then once again, I'm saying these guys are. This is. You remember back uh, some years back? No, take us back. MTV had that celebrity death match with yeah, the clay yeah. little things. To do. That's what this is live, but it ain't no death. But it's all these old celebrities getting together and fighting. I, it was good as a little 30 minute, make it back an animation and now watch that little dumb shit. And we can talk about it on that, <laughs> but like, uh, f- for this man, like, nah, man, if Chad want to go test himself out on a boxer, go pay your friend, $20 a get in that box with you on one of your sparring sessions. So yeah,
1: I don't need to see that.
0: I really don't. It, I mean, it, it made was funny money, though. It was he funny, made, but well, he made more money in the
1: it, exhibition than he would I'm a not regular boxing no, match. On
0: nobody for making money. I'm not hating on nobody making money. I'm just upset that we got that many suckers in the in this world that fall for that dumb shit. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that actually paid their money.
1: I saw one clip where Floyd was actually uh holding old buddy up. Man, like he hit him so hard that he was falling down, and he like, come on, come on, we gotta get this bag. We gotta get this bag. He helped him right back up, and I'm like, hey man, what a showman. What a show man. What a entertaining. That first round. Like he's like
0: uh, uh, hitting like this bro. Like, come on. It's man. like,
1: he was, yeah, that was no box. And I don't know what that looked like a girl <laughs> fight that like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how girls be like, like I was like, yo, what, what's happening? Like,
0: and people was getting hype about that, bro. Like, yeah. come
1: on. He wasn't hitting nothing. He just blew his wad right out the gate, man. Like, and as, as time went along, you know, but I got to commend in the, the brother though. I gotta commend him, like to be able to stand up, cause he Floyd hit him with a few shots, and he took them shots, man. A lot of people you really have been able to take Floyd them really
0: shots. Really
1: hit him, Floyd. Really, hit him. I saw him really hit him. Floyd ain't known he as a hit. knockout. We didn't seen no, not he's this, not. Not we this Floyd. Seen him
0: with, like, let's put the Sugar Shane fight on when he when he hit Sugar Shane like a couple times. Like that, that's a that's a Floyd hit. And with that amateur boxer, he could have had plenty of those type of hits, and we didn't see none. So stop with oh he took a hit. No, he did. not He did, no. man. Like you just step in there Gosh. with Floyd, you gotta Let's give go him to some next props, segment, man. I'm not listening to this none. You gotta I'm give him some props. Ain't no props for nothing. The only thing I'm giving him props for is for hustling out there. You to the hustle these people, and you made a million dollars getting these people to act. That's
1: that's another prop. That's another prop.
0: You, you turn, you turn boxing. Yeah, wrestling, you found a wrestling equivalent of boxing. And that's what you're doing right now. This stage fake stuff, and people are paying for You created a new lane that way. I give you props on that. That's it.
1: Yeah, that, that's exactly what I've given him props for. He's a businessman. Vegas, they should put a statue of uh, Floyd Mayweather out somewhere because. He makes that city so much goddamn money, man. It's it's ridiculous. was
0: not this dude just in trouble like a couple of years ago? Both the Logan Paul and all the, the Paul brothers, whatever, they was in trouble for doing something crazy. Was it? Uh, they they was in trouble for something. I don't want to misquote and say what they were. I just remember like a couple years ago, they was kind of uh, getting taken down off YouTube and stuff for for certain things
1: and stuff they was doing. Now
0: everybody just forgot all about that. That was the reason they had to go in. This Got year, me. Because they first they first money was getting cut off.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, shit, I don't know, man. But they done made a hell of a comeback. So, but yeah, man. Um, let, let let's move on, man. So we had a big trade in the NFL. Julio Jones, who who was highly coveted by you, you were checking Raiders Twitter, hoping that it wasn't true. But ultimately, Julio signs with the Titans, man. So, with that said, what's the what's the outlook, man? What's the outlook looking like in the AFC now? I mean. Got to, got to knock you guys down another peg, right? You know he's not in y'all your gonna, division, but that boy, y'all gonna AFC have to go. Now.
0: Y'all gonna have to go find some tape on this, right? Here. I don't believe I ever talked about Julio coming to the Raiders. I don't, I don't know if this bond deserved to be on the Raiders. He must looked like Raiders type material, man. uh Good that he go with the Titans. You know they lost that tight end, so they now nah, they got another third weapon again once again so we'll see how they do with that maybe they beat uh they'll beat Baltimore I mean those battles that they're starting to have I I see them edging that out a little bit now but that's about it I mean they still got Tannehill as their quarterback so
1: (laughs) trash seriously You, you think he's trash who Tannehill yeah definitely did you see his numbers last year
0: Okay, Jameis Winston threw 5,000 yards. Are you big
1: up Jameis Winston right now? You I'm asking you, did you see his numbers last year? That's all I'm asking. Uh,
0: Ryan Fitzpatrick had great numbers in his thing, but I mean, how many times he got passed?
1: He got passed around quite often. This is Santa Hill's second team. So, I mean, he, he ain't okay, like okay. he's a journeyman. Ah, he's been a starter I mean, on two uh, teams.
0: Kirk, Kirk, Cous- Kirk Cousins had great numbers. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what, what does that really mean? I mean, you can have the talent around you carry you. That that is a thing. It's a it's a team sport, so you can overlook a lot of things. Flacco won uh Super Bowl MVP. Uh where's Flacco now? You, you we we can keep on going about this, man. Like those Tannehill's hills trash, bro.
1: I don't think he trash as much as I think he's serviceable to the point where he's not gonna cost you a game. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't call him trash. That that's a huge leap. Tim Tebow, trash. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of the quarterbacks we call trash, but I don't Are think Are you talking Tana about as trash. a tight
0: end or as a quarterback?
1: As everything in the NFL, whatever position he plays. Because that'll go...
0: No, because if you're going at quarterback... Uh, he he had a winning record, so if you go by the numbers, as you saying to go by with Tannehill, I can't say that. I gotta say that
1: Tannehill, Tebow, two different quarterbacks. Man. I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not even two different quarterbacks. I'm not gonna let you spew this because he had a a a winning record on Denver a very long time ago, where they had to change their entire offense basically to suit this guy. It wasn't sustainable, never will be. But what Tannehill can do with those weapons, uh, I they're gonna have to outscore people because you know they can't stop a damn bloody nose with their defense. So if they finish in the, what bottom four in defense last year, so I'm, I'm not sure how it's ultimately gonna work out for them. And and it's crazy too because the year before they did pretty damn well on defense. So like they fell off a cliff. They fell off a cliff um last year. So if they can just be middle of the pack, I'd probably say I venture to say from thirteen to twenty in the league possibly. That team right there may very well just outscore you however you want it. <laughs> however you want it. If Julio lasts. Yeah but let's, let's let's talk about that though. Julio's injury history like he's only really been injured the last what 2 3 years out of his whole career. It has, he is not in, he's not injury riddled. Just no, he's just no. getting old. As he
0: as he get older, he's getting hurt more. So they're going to have to do some uh load management on it, which you hopefully they'll lean a little bit more towards AJ Brown, but with their offense as it's built right now, they're gonna need him out there constantly. So if he's not, you're gonna lose a couple games. You haven't come back in the playoffs, and hopefully that that gets you back to speed. But I mean, uh we'll, we'll see how it play out. I, don't, I ain't gonna talk bad about the person. i don't just like see how it play off. But I only talk bad about him like we ain't want him over here. At the...
1: I think he got one, to two more years, maybe productive, and then it's time. You know what I mean? Then it's time. He's still producing when he is out there you know what i mean but i think i still think with the injuries like you you mentioned you got two to three years playing at a high level and then it's a wrap for Julio.
0: who knows look how long larry fitz played look how long uh jerry rice played it's possible possibility that he can. i mean we we're over we're saying age is a problem right now but it could just be like you saying those fluke couple years we'll see how it goes out but uh, that that was a concern. He was having the hamstring issues, and that's with the speed receivers, you know, that's that can be.
1: Like you said, but, but like you said, if, as long as Brown is able to really be the number one guy for most of the game in drawing those, those single matchups, because you can't really double either one of them because the other one's going to go off. But if A.J. Brown is the more dominant guy, you can really use Julio when you need him, which is in that red zone. And then what you going to do with both of those big boys in the yeah. red zone? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. man, I, it's going to be hard like said, to pick keep one away of those from guys.
0: With the hamstring issues and all the other issues, just like to keep him away from like those deep, deep routes, and, you know, just use them sparingly as a possession receiver. I
1: believe it can work. You got that big six-fold monster coming they are gonna be scary, scary, scary on those, scary on those. I wish he would have went somewhere else. To be honest with you, T- Tennessee wasn't where I was really like trying to see him go. You know what I'm saying? From a a championship standpoint, I don't, I don't think Tennessee truly has what it takes on the other side of the ball. But we'll we'll see, press. We'll see. I I can't wait to see it, man. Where I would have loved to see him go was to Green Bay. And just see, cause I wanted to see what,
0: just to stir the pot, just to see if, like if Aaron Rodgers like, oh no, I, I was coming back
1: <laughs> <laughs> all along. Y'all got me him. I'm happy. <laughs> hey, man, that would that yeah. would have been a nasty, nasty combination too. Uh,
0: yes, that would have been that would have been, but uh, it
1: didn't happen. This is what we left with
0: Tannehill, and now it's just like, well, you didn't really change the mix. None. Like uh, I still see the NFL playing out the way it was. Been playing out. Titans ain't scaring
1: me, but Julio Green Bay eh, scary. <laughs> well, speaking of things not playing out, they way to, they were the way they were supposed to play out. Lakers one two three Cancun. Well, what we got? What we got to say about that, man? <laughs> what we what we got to say about that? What do you have to? Let, let, let's have a real discussion about these these injuries and moving forward like with with ad and lebron being as old as he's being like what do you what do you see moving forward what can you guys do to circumvent this happening again because it will happen again with ad
0: yeah 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 uh first thing we can circumvent is the nba actually not to do To is what they did this past year you know having us in the bubble playing all the way to what was that october november time frame and then turned around uh, two months later not giving them the proper rest 70 plus having to redo it yeah having to redo it again so i think that's the first big issue and you're seeing like a lot of these teams that uh wasn't in that long in the bubble that long are the ones that's having a lot of success they have a little bit more time to rest up and everything and uh, I know some people are oh, just making excuses, but I mean, like you really need to look at that, especially like with the advanced age that uh, our team like, well, the advanced age that LeBron is, you know, the, 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 the main person of the team and him having to come back so quickly is kind of unheard of. And it was like he was, was going to defy everything if he did it. But I mean, as it didn't happen time for of the time catches up with his all as you say and like as much as he want to go like you you seen them winded you know tired all all that uh series the ankle injuries and everything that he had he tried to play through it and uh i guess you can say ad tried to play through it but i mean uh who was the dude that was on That was booker booker was just messing with him from the good go like he pushed him in the back <laughs> went right at <laughs> then, him cold-blooded and then, Cold. And blood. then we went up. It seemed like he was leaning into him, just making them land. Had awkward.
1: to test it. Had to test it out. Great,
0: great, great, great mentality to have for him and to, to really like test uh AD on that. Uh and it didn't hold out. Now you got him out. Now you made that game a little bit more easier for him. So it's uh strategy-wise, great strategy for Phoenix. Great Suck for yeah. all the Lakers fans. <laughs>
1: So moving forward with the season next year, I, y'all y'all got to do something about Dennis Schroeder. Um,
0: the he got it. Yeah, he got it. He, he,
1: he out. He out. He he just yeah, he can't shoot. Them bright lights. Them bright. Them L.A. lights too bright for the kid, man. And mm-hmm. what he in game six, he didn't score a point. If I'm not mistaken, correct? Man, I I, I seen a lot of missed shots,
0: Cash. A lot. And him constantly just throwing it up at moments when we could have like, you know, go in for the mid, go in for the mid jumper. That's the three point angel range. But then come up and he try to drive and get stuff. To get, it's just like, bro, like find, find you a nice mid range. Be a great player for that. Like where you don't miss those. You ain't got to hit the damn three every
1: time. And then, you know, Kuzma also played himself out of being a viable option to get traded. Like, who's going to want that dude? It just seems like at a certain point, he's been in the league way too long to be running around doing dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, just not doing Mm -hmm. shit. Like, it just seems like he's not all there mentally when the game is going and the game is moving at a speed that's still too fast for him. Like, regular season, cool. You can get by with him. But when it comes to having to make... Decisions like he can't even be in there, and then you guys just had the sixth man of the year just chilling, just chilling on your bench. Like, who told? Was it? Was it just the coach? Was it LeBron that didn't want him on the floor? Like, I didn't really see him. He had two DMPs in this whole series. It's just with all the injuries. Like, why not give it a go? Like, <laughs> what else could have happened? Do, you
0: do know you, what I mean? Do you want to know the? Want to tell you some hard truth? what at the first quarter of that uh game what was that game game five i turned it off and i just caught the highlights i was just like it's over with <laughs> And going into game six at the second quarter i was like it's over with i turned it off and i caught the I caught the highlights at the end i mean that's that's just be brutal i, I could not watch that it was horrible ball play from the lakers from the onset like and they at that point, I didn't feel like they deserved to win. And they it was took like, it. They I, took it. They took it. And from they're, them. they're playing. They're they're playing the late game too. It's like I'm. Bro, I'm not standing up to see them just this happen, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, yeah, I, I watched those other games because they're engaging. It was like, oh, they can make a comeback. You didn't see not a glimmer of hope after that first and second quarter for the Lakers. I mean, some people was talking themselves into oh, it can possibly happen. Like. You've seen LeBron was winded, was tired, ain't hurt. AD not there. None of the other guys are stepping up. Uh, Caruso can hit from time to time, but it was just like him and LeBron. And I was like, that's not going to be enough against them. Uh, <laughs> and then when they came out in that that game six and nobody's hitting and they, they pulled off to that early lead quick, it was just like, nah, they, they, these dudes ain't going to have it. If they didn't find their shot, with it, after that last game into this game, they ain't gonna find it at this point, and they keep pushing. It, it was a damn shame. They was flooding. They was flooding. Uh, well, triple team teaming LeBron, and then anything inside they wouldn't give. They was crowding, crowding the uh box, and then anything outside they were, they were just daring us to make. Like, hey, this is out there. We ain't gonna really put nobody on it. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't make nothing.
1: So what about the Dame Lillard? I mean, Dame Lillard's been rumored to be going everywhere. Portland to the Lakers. Yeah, Portland fired their coach, Terry Stotts. Then you also have rumors of Dame going pretty much anywhere. We got the cap space in New York to sign them outright. If we wanted to, we're gonna have to give up a lot of our young core, which I would be like, do it in a heartbeat. Like you always <laughs> take you always take the better player. Period. And and you figure it out. Cause that dude is box office. I hate to stay still Stephen A's word, but he, yeah, he he can do some things in that garden and he, he definitely needs out of there, man. Like at a certain point, I know Dame talks that talk, you know what I'm saying? About how other people went to chase championships, but he's too good to be getting knocked out in the first round. Like he's a stone yeah. cold killer in for for these guys not to show up for him. I, I felt for him, man. Like 50, 50, yeah. 55 points, bruh. Or 50 points. And you still lose. That's that's heartbreaking. Then he come right back with 30. Yeah. Still lose. Like. And I still I'm still asking where McCollum was at on all those. And bruh, the Nuggets didn't even have their starting point guard. Nicola Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. carved their asses up. You know what Michael I mean? Michael
0: Porter Jr. was going.
1: off (laughs) he went off you went on what he had about 20 in the first quarter himself 22 that first quarter like it was a net wasn't even moving bro just giving
0: them the 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 straight stone cold eyes right after to it oh yeah it's over with
1: (laughs) i can't wait to see what happens with dane because if it's radio silence and he's not in on the coaching hire and you start hearing some of that stuff oh he gone you gone.
0: At, at this point, like Dame, okay, you prove your point. You we we have seen all your strengths and stuff like this. Uh be the listen to reason, man. Go get with a team that actually got some talent around at the bill. So that's definitely not the Knicks if they gotta give up everything. Uh go find out, you know, team up with some of these people and you know, go make your super team super team, get your championships uh and go that route everybody else has done it all your peers and done it at this point so it's nothing that's gonna hinder your legacy Is saying like oh he couldn't do it over here none of these dudes have been seeming to do it by themselves and they're learning that and they're willing to move on do the same go to an actual team that you can actually win at and that's gonna have the right talent around you not somebody who's willing to give up everything and say okay we'll take just you because then you're in the same situation as you is important so uh unfortunately I know you don't want to hear that. Knicks, y'all should be out the picture. I mean, but
1: there's other teams. No, we shouldn't. And that's just hate. This is flat <laughs> out hate. The Lakers shouldn't, the rich. That's like the rich getting richer. No, no, we don't need y'all good. Y'all championship team without Dame. If y'all are fully healthy, let's keep it a buck. Y'all get right past the Suns. Because y'all, y'all were playing like it. You know what I mean? Running up and down the court, game three, laughing, joking, throwing alley oops off the backboard. So any any basketball head knows that was watching that game. That is injuries, and that's the only reason the Suns pounced like they were supposed to do. And they made injuries it the sec- and, yeah. and fatigue. Fatigue.
0: No, make sure you say that fatigue, man, because I think that was that was very evident.
1: True that. True that. So, so moving on, man, let's get a quick hits, man. Let's not stay too long in the NBA. We'll we'll probably deep dive that later on this week as we get a little bit more into these second round matchups. But I mean, they're just now starting We got some special
0: guests who want to talk about Yeah, yeah. We got some special guests. So
1: we'll hold off on announcing who that is. You'll see who it is when we drop the episode because we may swap some people out. More people may be added on. We're going to get some NBA talking here and just, just, you know, keep it barbershop style like we normally do. But I do need your quick picks, Prez. I need you on wax. Nets versus Bucks. we you got? Nets. How many games? Nets. Uh six. All right. Let's go Nuggets versus Suns. Nuggets. Okay. In. Who? That may go full seven. I got that. I got that going seven as well. So I got the nets and nuggets as well. All right. Um, Clippers at Jazz. Who you got? <laughs> Jazz. Really?
0: <laughs> Clippers suck.
1: Man, <laughs> not, not after I saw Kawhi had a different look in his eye, bro. Like, I should not trust them at all. But he had that Toronto, I'm taking over shit. Look. So. I can't wait. I can't wait to see this series to see how Donovan Mitchell five Clippers, I mean Jazz and five. Oh, shit. Jazz and five. Jazz and five. <laughs> yeah, oh man. I don't think nobody's predicting that. Oh man, you need to bet that. You need to bet that, man. So, <laughs> all right, last last series real quick. Hawks versus 76ers.
0: Man, Trey Young,
1: man. He he I I didn't know he had this gear. I did not know he had this gear.
0: I, this is going to be the hardest one to
1: call. This is going to be the hardest one to call.
0: Uh, man. Does is this the time that Hawks actually just like finally come through in the playoffs?
1: If they make it to the, I, it's if been they so make long it to the Eastern Conference did, Finals, so. that's beyond what yeah. anybody thought they would be at at this point.
0: I I I I would like to see them get there cuz the, I feel like the city needs
1: it. So, Atlanta Shit, they've been open. What they need? <laughs> huh? Oh, just no, for sporting wise? wise. Oh, okay, Sports yeah, yeah.
0: wise, I mean, because they always just like, man, like, come on, man, they almost always there, and then just seems like Atlanta always get put out in the first rounds of the playoffs every time. So they they need this or they be need to up make it big, big in the
1: Super Bowl and then give up twenty five yeah. <laughs> points just and say. lose exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, they man, need this, so, man. I look. Here's what I'll say. If, if the 76ers lose game two, then they're not coming back against these Hawks. I I they're not coming back. So I I'll I'll give my prediction after that. I still holding out on the 76ers. I just think that their defense, and once they figure it out, and once Doc Rivers just trims that rotation, like he got to keep it to eight nine at the max but he, he can't keep playing full rotations man like he can't keep doing it this ain't the regular season to have your best guys out there they are gonna have to play 35 to 48 minutes period
0: that brought me to another question now so <laughs> if doc rivers loses this this series do you fire him immediately like do you not even must wait like it's just it's it seemed like the same cycle you, you, would him owe go- him,
1: you would owe them too much, so you can't, you can't, you can't do yeah. that. And number, number two, they got the number one seed in the East. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, this would be a disappointment. Anything less, <laughs> anything less than the Eastern Conference Finals and or a championship appearance would be, yeah, that that would be a major letdown. But I don't think he gets fired. But it, it would be a major, major staying like worse than come um, letting the team come back from a 3-1 deficit it would be worse than that it'd be worse than that because these Hawks they're not supposed to beat them they're, they're not on schedule to be this good but ice the gang y'all he here mm-hmm. <laughs> shooting from anywhere and, and looking confident as ever and they can't guard them they got your bum ass ex Lakers uh Danny Green out there like all right I'm not going to go for I'm going to hold it off. I'm going to hold it off, but I'm just tired of some of these old guys out here that used to be known for certain things and coaches still relying on them for it. And and we all can see that Danny Green can't play defense no more. Not on mm-hmm. the Trey Youngs of the world. So Yeah. But yeah, so that that's sports, man. We're going to come back again later on this week and give you a little bit more deep dive, a little bit more nuanced talk. So We going to take a brief break and we're going to get into our music wrap up like i said we have a lot of albums on the slate so y'all stick around
0: cash this has been a highlight of music this week uh we got a bunch of albums that that came out uh you know, it's actually work for us this week when we actually had to go review these albums because we had to find time to, you know, make sure we gave each piece uh, their, their proper just do and re-listen uh, to make sure we can give a a, a good review of it. So uh, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the vets? Do you want to start with the returning vets? Do you want to go with the, the the new duo albums, uh, the the regular mixes, R&B? Where do you want to go with it?
1: Let's start with, let's start with the vets, man. Let's start with the guys that's been doing it the longest and then we'll, we'll go out to the little babies and the dirks. But I'd like to start with Lloyd Banks, the course of the inevitable.
0: Okay. Okay. The course of the Inevitable. uh, banks, uh, hasn't lost his pen or his flow with this one right now. Uh, that's, that was like my, it was the highlight portion of it. Like he could still write, uh, Still, I feel like he got a ghostwriter type flow, though. You know what I mean? He got the gift of pen, just not the presence on the mic. Uh, some of the stuff, uh, just no versatility or energy. Like I see him when he coming in with his bars, there's no emphasis on it. He has a witty line or something like this, but it's, the emphasis on it or the delivery is always lacking to me. And then, uh, as it was evident on songs that when he had features on here which i liked it a lot more uh i could see the part that i was like missing a lot because you're hear like some of the the ad lives that other artists throw into theirs that better are vets as well you know that the, what they throw up in here and then you you know like uh, i don't know what that part is called but the echo in the background after they deliver something like when they talking and stuff in the background uh that portion is i found out with Lloyd banks it's always the last word that he says it's like a it's almost like an echo with his is that's all it is where everybody else will say something different uh, to, to improve the delivery of the message they trying to send off or or something like that but he never did and it never changed up throughout that and ah, like i said the 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 lyrics and everything he's talking about, I'm with, I'm following, but I, I just don't see how he's going to attract and gain audience and people who's just not stuck in that following of the street gutter type music and pull anybody else in with this type of flow.
1: Okay. So for me, man, for me, I felt like not listening to him as much as I used to in the past, this was kind of my reintroduction to him. Like I heard the cold corners one, but I haven't listened to those mixtapes in such a long time. I'm not even going to pretend like I really, you know, been listening to it. So when I got this, I was excited. Number one, because it was an album. Number two, it seemed like he was taking it seriously with the promo and leading up to it. And just from hearing different podcasts talk about, Hey, banks is coming with an album and he's serious about it. So I was cool from that aspect, like, okay, Banks got some shit coming, but then we get 18 tracks, so immediately I'm kind of standoffish because we be getting all these EPs from people, you know what I mean? And then you're kind of like, oh, uh, how is this going to be? But I'm such a fan of Banks, like, I'm, I'm going in with opening ears and, and hoping to hear something dope. And then what I got from it personally was he traded in, the punchline flow for just having perspective. Like now it's perspective banks. is he still has the one lines and the witty one liners here and there. But these songs was just nothing but growth to me and something that you like to see in hip hop aging well. Like it's a lot of gems on here as far as just life lessons, things he's been through. You got songs like uh, Falsify, Break Me Down, Stranger Things, Cody, Dishonorable, Discharge, where they're talking about different emotions that we all go through with friends, family, and all that stuff. And it ain't just rapping. You got to listen through it. You got to listen to it. You can't skim through it or you're going to miss something. 18 tracks is a lot of tracks for most people, but I feel like the features, you got Styles P on food, Rock Marciano, even Rock Marciano, Mar- Marciano, who we were like, from his past one, we were like, ah, this one sounds, we know rock and rap, but it sounded too monotone to us. But even Rock Marciano had a very great guest appearance. Benny the Butcher came on and killed it. Freddie, Freddie Gibbs was keeping up on the same type of flow as Banks. Like, you could tell, like, he went and got the spitters. and. Everybody delivered. There's not one whack feature on here. I I can't even say that. Like everybody came with it. So I was pleasantly surprised. Not a bar seems wasted on this thing. Uh, The one thing I will say about this, this album is, and I, and I gave them a little bit of, I won't say credit, but a leniency in terms of the production, like how sharp the production sounded. Like I, I think, whoever was the engineer, maybe maybe Lloyd did it himself and, and got it out the mud, which I kind of got from some of his tweets that he he was like, we just going to have to do this on our own as as far as word of mouth and getting it out there that the album's out there. So I would have liked a little bit more <clears throat> on some of the beats. You know what I mean? It didn't sound as pristine and crispy as I'd like from, from a listener sound point and how I like polished albums, but on the flip side, there are people that like this type of sound, this type of grimy sound. You know what I'm saying? To where it's not fully mixed. It's not fully mastered. It's just beats and rhymes and you put it out there. So, for me, The course and Inevitable is going to be high in my replay value because I'm still catching things up until today and I'm pretty sure a couple weeks from now I may have some more favorite songs from this thing, but yeah, I, I I definitely rocks with this.
0: Yeah, uh, I I feel yeah and I can understand where you're coming from. Uh you know, New York homebody, you gotta you gotta respect it. Uh but yeah, just the, the lack of energy brought that he brought on the track just kind of like just he it, it, it made the, the features a lot better, like I said before. Whereas it seemed like he's the perfect setup because like whenever somebody else comes on the track, they instantly interject that energy on there. And they stand out a lot more when it's around banks to me. And that was, that was unfortunate, but I did like those tracks on that. Empathy, uh, formaldehyde for uh, food, falsified pain and pressure, pain, pressure, paranoia, smoke and mirrors. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you got some fire on there, man. So y'all definitely listen. If you think you're going in there to get punchline to death, no, you're going to get some depth in the music it's just a matter on what you like. If you're not a huge Lloyd Banks fan, I'm not sure if he's going to win you over for this, but if you haven't heard Banks in a while, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at how he's changed his flow altogether. I don't know. I mean, you said it's been 10 years since you listened, right, Press?
0: Yeah, well, do he sound to same? To the same? Uh, yeah, he's, he, he does like, I mean, just as far as a Banks type flow and it was still missing some of the stuff that I think that he lacks a little bit, which is like the hooks, the hooks were still kind of bland. Uh, like I said, he, he didn't have that, the energy on those witty punchlines. It was more of just like a, a straight tone with it, which kind of like killed it for me. That was, that was about it. But he's, he, if you like Banks before, you're going to love this Banks.
1: All right. All right all right so that's lloyd banks the course of the inevitable really really dope listen y'all check it out let us know how you feel about it uh next album prez i'm gonna let you choose which one you want to get into uh let's go straight into the ransom yes 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 man seven it just dropped today we recorded on a monday uh he blessed us midnight i mean you had a few hours with it i know it's an early Review. It's an initial review. We, we, we're going to have to do a a deeper dive into this because it just came out, but it's seven songs. I think we'll be able to get through it, man. So ransom is is finally here. He's been promoting this one for for quite some time here since the top of the year. So prayers lead us off, man.
0: Yeah, so for the first couple of singles, we actually talked about a couple on a couple of episodes. So we we'll go ahead and get those out the way where we talked about Gluttony and we talked about the Royster 5'9 in depth. And then, what was it, Pride at the end? I think what's the other song that he had released yeah, Pride before? came out. Yeah, uh, so all those, you know, when even when I went to listen, I was like, I, I'd have ran through those. I know those. I still want to see how they play out initially in there. But like after that, it was more focusing on the other songs at this point. And that intro uh envy (laughs) man uh when he's sitting there and he's describing like uh uh the the guy with the brother and he goes to the strip club and he's the brother asking for uh, some money but then he's tossing it up and he's envied that his brother that money that he could have used to, to flip it but he ain't looking at the long term where well, if i give him the money then he buys drugs and then he needs to, uh he gets caught now i gotta pay for the lawyer so hey just a different situation the way he can just set up and describe a story in the song like that man immaculate uh caught me from the jump i was just like oh yeah this 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 is it man i'm the movie concept he's been doing for a minute now and, and like every time you like uh something sometimes stuff can get stale but no, it, it hasn't with this it just got better and better and just like you're loving it it's like where, where does he go next with it uh but uh the play on each one of these as it came into uh the the rap uh was it uh uh lust uh sloth uh all those was on point and uh i i would say out of the seven tracks the three that's probably gonna get the most play for me is that Envy uh what was the one with Royce the five nine? what's that uh is that Greed Glut? no that's not Greed and then Sloth I was I was liking each one of those man the one with uh JR so but overall I don't think none gonna get skipped man cause it's only 20 minutes long I sit there and I listen to it all every time all the way through uh Ransom amazing once again man i i ever since he's been on this this little tear man and he's been killing it just elevating more and more i'm just i'm shocked more people ain't looking for him like they look for the the freddie gibbs and stuff yeah, yeah like though those like the way he had that resurgence and came and just jumped. i feel like ransom should be right on that level but i it's still i get upset when i hear people who still don't oh, you ain't taking for the ransom, or don't even notice something like that is coming out.
1: But they'll know about these other guys, you know? Right, and that's the reason why we're doing this. Like, we yeah, we can do the little baby and the Dirks and, and talk about other things for more traction, because we know those guys are more popular. However, I'm not gonna not listen to this for the rest of the year. Like, it's It's impossible for this to leave my rotation. Like, starting off with Envy, he just... He's just saying a lot of relatable shit. And I think it's because we can relate to being, you know, close in age. You know what I'm saying? We right there, almost 40, you know, but, but the perspective, man, like I said, with the banks, man, this adult rap is having a resurgence. And this leads me to another discussion that I wanted to have with you press, which is, yo, these, these guys like ransom, like banks, uh, push a T like all of these rappers in their 40s to 50s are making good ass music. And, and it's getting to the point where not that I don't like the youngins, not that I don't like them, but if I had to choose, I'm probably going to listen to the things that I relate to because I, I can't really identify with some of the stuff that some of the youngins are spitting. Some of the youngins got perspective. You know what I mean? And they rap wise beyond their years, but when you're talking about songs like Envy, Lust, Lust was a clinic. Like, it was a clinic on just, I'm just gonna give y'all life lessons. I'm just gonna give you a few bars and some life lessons. Sloth, same, same thing. Pride, like I know you mentioned and we heard Pride that was on the Conflicted soundtrack with Griselda and them boys, but come on, man, like when they get into the I'm Dr. Sebi mixed with Machiavelli, Pac and, Pac and Reggie. Like that, come on. like When he get into that little stanza where he just get to them bars, it's just like he's different. He's on a different level, and he's doing it with such ease, Prez, that like you said, why aren't more people talking about it outside of our little hub of of rap influences and, and, and Twitter where the same people listen to the same things. I think this should be reposted. This should be on people's, uh, Instagram posts or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Go listen to this. Go listen to that. I don't care what age you are either, because he got some shit for you on here. And I think you just need to listen. You just need to listen. Like it's just, I mean, I got this bar right here from envy to my surprise. The thought of my demise is fantasized. Amongst N-words who plan to rise, you can't trust a friend, a feeling you just can't describe. Like, that's that's real shit. And like you don't have to be in the street to feel that line. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just hard overall, man. And it's it's plenty of stuff like that. I mean, he got the what's the other line that you were talking about on um, was it on Lust Praise where he was talking about the uh Jason Collins? I ain't made for it, y'all. Ninjas, more like Jason Collins. I'm too straightforward. Mama always wanted that house, and so she prayed for it. Prayed but I forward. made a deal with the devil when I paid for it. it. Paid for it. Woo. <laughs> the innocence line, the innocence line that he had too on um was it Envy where he he said something about the the innocence line. It's like it's too many quotables. Like, I, I. I can't get enough of this joint, man. Like, he came in and stole the weekend, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he dropped on, Monday, on a Monday today.
0: On a Monday. Oh, uh, he dropped but on a like... Monday,
1: but I I didn't listen to anything else today, man. Nothing else. Yeah. I probably played this shit like five, six times. Probably gonna play it some more when we get off of here. Because I'm still trying to catch some of the bars. JR had an ill line with um, a power line, but... Yo, shout out to JR as well, man, because I know he got something coming as well. So these boys is doing it, man. These boys is doing it, bringing back lyrics and bars to the forefront, and I couldn't be more ecstatic about it. I think that was the most – that's what I enjoyed the most, Prez, this weekend was bars mattered all weekend. All weekend so much to the point where it's not that I don't like what we're going to cover next in little baby, little, little Dirk's album. I just, my mind couldn't shift. (laughs) It couldn't shift (laughs) to this, to the sound, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, just a little bit more auto tune towards delivery, faster flows and all this where everything is so clean coming out of these, uh, guys and you, you're catching every bar, uh, a little bit more to slow down flow. So you, you, that, that. You feel it like it's, yeah, uh, I, I totally get what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Man. Can't can't talk enough about ransom. That's all I want to say, man. Like, it, I, I know I've been putting it out on the people I know don't even must listen, uh, <laughs> but I know they listen to that rap. I just mean, hey, check this out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just check it out. I'm not about to beat you down and chase you down and listen to it. But when you do, you're going to come back and say something. It's, yeah. impo- it's impossible for you not to like it. Impossible, impossible. But Especially you for
0: the people that we know that are kind of like lost, like they they been out of music for a minute, and they keep they, they keep bringing to us. Like you, you in some of the groups where they bring to us these guys, and like, oh man, like oh look at the look at his skill, he's killing. Like, eh, bro, he's not, not really. <laughs> he's not that really it. Like this is this is somebody who's killing it. <laughs> yeah your, your guy over here it
1: was just I'm a gimmick. I'm, I'm so, like, with, with guys like Ransom and guys like Banks and and who else did, have we covered recently that that just can rap? But just any of those type of guys, I'm such so we a- We went off on the, the, the I mean, we was, went heavy into the Royce and the Royce. Uh,
0: Ransom last week. Yeah. So, I mean, that we talked a lot about how Royce does it too, so.
1: Right, right. So, it's, like, so complex and a lot of things have a lot of layers to it and you got to catch these bars- several listens down the line i don't even want to share i'm such a pompous i don't even want to share it with some people press like you don't deserve to hear these bo- <laughs> to hear <laughs> these balls man like you don't because i'm not like i know what you I don't listen think you're to. gonna appreciate I don't, I don't think, don't you, think you're yeah. gonna appreciate it. that's it that i don't <laughs> think you're gonna appreciate these lines so i'm not even gonna recommend it to you you know that that's that's where I'm at with it, man. Like, but for the music heads that I know that enjoy lyrics, oh, I'm hitting you up, sending it, and I'm I'm calling you. Go listen to it. Let me know how you how you like it. You know what I mean? And I think we get conditioned to certain type of sounds that when this this can cut through all things, man. This can cut through all things. Like when you saying sharp witty shit. I think I just think it's fire, man. Like the only thing that people probably could say is the hook stuff and all that. But this is a twenty two minute EP. You don't need yeah. the full length, you feature. Don't need it. yeah you don't need yeah. all that.
0: Yeah. You don't need all not, that. Not when he gave it to you in doses like this. Not when he gave it to you in doses. Exactly. But like with the banks, if you give giving eighteen songs, man, you probably kinda need it. But uh, without that, you can you can be down a certain path, you know? And yeah. be straightforward with it. So I feel like that's the room on that.
1: So what do you think is next for, for ransom? Like at this point, do we need the full length project? Do we need 40 minutes of rain?
0: Man. I, I, I think we need to just so like he can start getting the praise that all these other ones are getting. Like if that's what people are going to say, that's lacking on it. I, th- I I think we need to go down that, that, that route just, I don't know if he care about all the Grammys and the accolades and everything, but like me hearing it, I just feel like, yo, know, he, when you hear these other ones are breaking into those little uh, discussions, I
1: feel Gibbs. like his name should be up in the perfect yeah, example. That, that,
0: that one's saying, like, perfect example. Like, you, like all the ones that came out like last year hitting on that, and they was like up in there, it was like all this type of flow for it. And it was just like the fact that, his name or his his stuff wasn't mentioned within that was kind of upsetting. Like it's, tra- it's a travesty. best, yeah, it's yeah. a travesty.
1: He has to be mentioned right there, and he to me he's not missing anything. Like song wise, these beats they don't even sound like he's picking the right beats now too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So maybe to appeal to others' ear, like a casual listener, maybe maybe a hook get get a few people that sing, you know what I'm saying, to break up the monotony in the verses. But, bro, in all honesty, man, I honestly take 45 minutes of it the way he's constructing these EPs. And I still, I can't can't even get my mind to even care about a hook with him. And that's not the case with a lot of people. Not the case, man.
0: But even if he don't keep putting these out, hey, I keep uh, you know, pounding the concrete for 'em and, you know, keep trying to throw put people on, uh, and you know, and those who have forgotten those lax uh old hip hop heads, you know, that you know, went through life, got a couple of kids and now they got some free time on their hands again now. Like what you, what should I be doing? I right, bro, you should be listening to this.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, man. But Yo, we 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 belabored this point. Um, yeah, go check out Seven. Go run it up once you listen to it. Share it with somebody. Just share it with somebody that's gonna listen, that's gonna share it, man, that, and and buy it, buy it. That, at the end of the day, buy it because this dude he, he's given us a lot of dope projects, and and the least we could do is support it, man. So this is our way of supporting and getting the word out there. Ran, keep doing your thing, man. This this is a fire EP. It was worth the wait um yeah yeah that's that's what I got man so let's take a a brief break real quick man and we'll jump into the next album all right man so Uptown XO you this is this is somebody that you introduced me to you've been talking about for years I finally gave him a listen but this this is your guy man let the people know who he is and and the project that we're talking about
0: Okay, uh Uptown Xo, I don't know his complete like background history and everything. Uh I know he was with Diamond District, which is Odyssey and YU, uh DC base. Uh they they dropped a couple uh albums as a collective. Uh he had a one album that's one of my favorite albums that then came out Color the Gray. I think that was back in 20 2013, 20 Yeah, 2013 time frame. Uh so I love that album by Uptown XO. So everything that he has dropped since then, I have followed. Everything has not lived up to that the product-wise. So that's why I got to be, you know, kind of by recommending them and putting them out. I'm always going to talk about his best products and stuff like this. So uh, he did some experiment going and going to different uh, ways with his music. But this one right here culture over culprit. he started doing these probably about a a year and a half ago he had but what's different from those first products over this one and all his other previous work is now he's back with odyssey he's linked back up with them he had kind of strayed away from the group and everything and uh but now he got odyssey doing production of this and man i love this music uh hip-hop gritty uh but with uh, introspective bars that's that's how i like gotta label it that's what it is to me it's like straight raw hip-hop with the gritty hip-hop with some introspective bars uh production is pristine he has the ideal sound that matches that production just immaculate on there man uh i, I for me the cons on it man i didn't have any basically uh i was the one thing i could say they ain't have none as a collective as diamond district again uh but for this whole project project as a whole love every minute of it listening to it uh love what he was saying on it uh, i think odyssey uh odyssey and uh, xo really need to realize that they they work great as a team and better as a team they're gonna create the best music together so whenever he's coming about this i know he want to dabble in other stuff but hey just lock in man lock in run the jewels uh what you got now we just talk about ransom, Nicholas Craven, all those type. Uh, you got Mad Lib and Freddie Gibbs over here locking in. Like when they make, when they create products, it's magic. So just every so often, y'all can go do the other stuff, but come lock back in and give us stuff like this once again. So standout tracks, uh, Amen, uh, then Dreams, the Great Debate. So those were the the standout tracks from his. I think it's what nine tracks. It's thirty two minutes long. So that's my spill on it. What did you think
1: so this was my first time listening to him and and i gotta say man much like you said the production stood out to me and then that made him much easier to listen to in terms of just welcoming the sound because as a new listener you got to catch me with the beat and in the rhymes everything has to kind of flow well for me first time listening to you so I didn't know where he was from, nothing. I just went into it trusting your put on, like I typically would, you know what I mean? And then I get to I'm home and then that beat switch, like the way it come in, it come in hard. Then the beat switch. I'm like, oh man, he's he's doing exactly the type of shit that I like. You know what I'm saying? And then it gets very aggressive from there. And then he kills it. So I'm home was the one. Dreams was was a dope one i like the fog shout out to uh you know playing off of dmx with that one and then you got a love addict which was like a nice change of pace for me as far as what i need in an album i do need you to tackle different different sounds and different layers much like uh rand did with his project and lust like it went a different direction there production wise it wasn't all hard ass beats and stuff like that. So he was able to do his thing for the ladies, so to speak, with love at it. And then Great Debate is definitely one of the tracks that I rock with the most out of this whole project. Between that and I'm Home, I go back and forth. But after that, it kind of trailed off for me as far as what I what I like from it. But the first six songs were killer to me. Like I'm like, yo, I, I'd recommend this dude any day you know what I mean to anybody. So I'm going to tap in with, you know, some of the stuff that you like and and finally go back to them. But I I like what they're doing with the production him and Odyssey and, and doing that thing. Go go um, cop that culture over corporate volume three, uptown space XO. So the the letters XO go check it out. I guarantee you guys are going to like him. Um, yeah, I, I cannot say enough good things about him and Odyssey's connection on this one. So really, really, really I love that.
0: One. I love that Philly line that he had on the great debate. Ball like the Eagles, no competition, but we still soar.
1: <laughs> solid body of work, bro. This is a solid body of work for sure, for sure. All right, man, next up, what's the uh, the final album? Lil Baby and Lil Dirt, right? The Voice of the Heroes, right? That's the name of that joint? All yeah, right, Lil Baby and Lil Dirt. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. So, the voice of the heroes, Lil Baby and Dirk, man. Um, you want me to lead this one all player? Again, I'm not sh- I'm not shitting on the youngins, man. I-, I really do enjoy this body of work. I'm gonna listen to it some more tomorrow because I know that baby was spitting on here. Like the first four or five joints. Baby was going off, man. I, I gotta give him the credit that I've been asking him to do. I said, "Hey, with this project, I'ma need a little bit more from you in in terms of a project. Yes, this is a group project, not a solo, but I don't count that against them. You know what I'm saying? They gave us 18 tracks, mad verses. Like it's a lot of verses to decipher. So this is just the initial review. But what I got from it is this: this is this is a summertime vibe, bass heavy. A lot of the beats sound really good. You know what I mean? And and you kind of get repetitive. So the same way we were talking about the Lloyd Banks earlier in the show, how the monotone voice can kind of tune you out after a while. That's kind of what I got with the production, even though there's some dope ass production on here. So it's just like, I got to take this in doses and listen a little bit more because I do want to hear some of these baby verses. In a lot more detail. But that's that's my thing with this. The, the all so much auto tune is it was hard to decipher some of the verses. Like I understand completely what they're saying and everything like that, but sometimes they may take away from it. One of the songs um that made me realize, yo, I used to like Dirk for actually that drill shit and that rapping shit was the one with Meek Mill. You know what I'm saying? The uh what is it called? Still running featuring Meek Mill. Yeah. They took the auto tune off a little dirt. He sounded super aggressive. And I I might venture he had one of the better verses on that song. You know what I'm saying? Like he may have bested everybody on that song. So, but baby forced him to keep up in my opinion on this whole project and where he lacked in terms of verses, he brought the song to life with hooks. You know what I mean? So i I like this at first listen. I have to listen a little bit more. I think if they would have trimmed it down to maybe 12 to 14, I, I think that would have been a sweet spot for them for them too. So overall, I, I can't complain about it. it I can't say it's not for me because I do enjoy this type of shit. like I do enjoy it, but it just came on the hills of banks ransom me listening to uptown xo i was listening to raheem devon and then i got to this so this was like the fourth or fifth project that i listened to this weekend so you know, you gotta forgive me for you know not really you know getting as deep as i wanted to in it but i did listen to the entire album i like what i heard there's a lot of dope tracks on here and um yeah That's that's all I got to say about that. I'm big on listening to rappers say what they got to say, but I feel like baby's on the rise. I feel like Dirk is, or actually, you know, rest in peace to his brother, man. I heard his brother died over the weekend as well, so I found that out on uh, social media. So I feel like Dirk, the King Va and Lost is still heavy on him, and you can hear it a lot. He's still angry in the songs too, so it's just like one of those things where it's like, damn, this young dude is going through a lot in the music and still finding some way to put, put it out, man. So, you know, on, on a real note, just want to say, you know, you know, prayers with him, man. Cause he's losing a lot of friends and, and, and family in this game, man. So, but what about you Perez? How'd you feel about it? Uh, so little baby
0: come through killing the verses as, as, uh, as to be expected as we seen his ascension that we've been talking about. Uh, So didn't, didn't let down on that dirt came through a uh, good compliment to him. Uh, killing the the choruses. I felt like his flow or his his way to put together a chorus is just like uh, top tier, where he sets them up perfectly with that chorus and then goes into it. My only problem that I'm gonna have with this album is like you saying the repetitiveness of it coming coming through. Of there, uh, it's the I'm starting to realize there's a drawback from that harm, harmonic type flow that, you, that they have. Uh, with with that. And they don't have emphasis or conviction on their lyrics or their, their delivery on that. So like, when, when you want to listen at their, the lyricism that they're saying, what they're saying, you got to focus in, you got to lock in to like really hear what they're saying, because ain't nothing going to be overly emphasized. To, as you would say, like a punchline type flow or anything like that is they're, they're not going to have that. It, it usually lacks. And so uh, when you're trying to set apart the artists and you know trying to elevate them into like the saying top tier rapper, I think that's kind of like their detriment on that part. Uh, so that's the only thing that I had problems with. But overall, like think solid body work for what it is, and that tracks still running. Uh, medical voice of the heroes for me. So a lot a lot of tracks they had on here too man uh, it was it was a lot to get through
1: but this did like I said this is our initial reaction because I know me and you didn't get through through it like we wanted to but this this is still good like 2040 hats off with Travis Scott like I haven't heard Travis Scott sound like this in a minute they're still running with meek mill and then this one this other one uh make it out and if you want to so those were the ones that I like Right off the back, I just put it on random, on repeat. Not random, but, uh, you know, I had it looping. And then those are the ones that I kept coming back to. So I'm sure there's more on here. And I'm sure that there's somebody out there that really likes these two that can be like, oh, you know, y'all got to go listen to this and go listen to that. And we will, we will, you know, because I I want to give an accurate assessment, assessment or when Little Baby and Dirk and their names come up in circles of who is the guy right now, I need to be abreast of what I'm talking about. Do you agree, though,
0: with that harmonic flow, that uh, that melodic flow that they have? Like, it don't... It lends more to too much emphasis on the chorus versus
1: the the verses. Yes, it's definitely more catered to the chorus than the verses. Like, the verses seem to be drowned out, but it's more about the chorus. Yeah, so... I But I think that's by design. That, that's yeah. by design like it's it's more so about the choruses and not necessarily what they're saying in the verses like that's just the fact you know and the fact that baby is actually rapping and getting notoriety for rapping really well on top of that you know that says a lot but it, it's definitely hook driven but that that's how a lot of these 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 guys that rap the way they do and and doing that type of formula is that's just the way it is, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I feel like you just got to be locked in a lot more to catch the bars and not get lost in in the the, the sound too much where you just like glossing over it. So, uh, it takes a little bit more
1: time to actually, you know, focus like, in. But like one of my one of my favorite songs right now about Amigo's Straightening. What you remember about any of their verses? <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. I'm just being honest. They had dope verses. Like, so if I'm keeping it a buck, they had dope verses. But you remember the hook, don't you? <laughs> like, yeah. if you're being honest, like you remember the hook. And that's that's a lot of these, um, definitely a lot of these cats out of Atlanta. Not even Atlanta, man, just the popular sound that is now. Yeah, it's more so about the hook and and not necessarily the verses. Even though some of these guys actually be coming with some dope ass verses, it's just the hooks are a lot better. Yep, but that's just my two cents on it, man. So, yep, I'm gonna continue to check it out. This is going to be with me as I lift, as I run, whatever I do. I'm I'm going to need this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So. It it has its place. I don't hate on the young, it's just to hate on them. But I do wanna be in be in the talks and be in the know when we start talking about who had the best year, who had this, who had that, because you gotta be able to be knowledgeable about it and, and still keep up with what these guys are doing. So that that's all I'll say with the little baby and uh Dirk voice of the heroes, uh, all all the young cats that I rock with, they they loving this shit. So I ain't hear not a bad word about it outside of Lil Dirk not being able to keep up in some circles. But that that's what I've heard. I think we uh did we cover everything, Prez? I think we got everything, man, as far as the music. I think we got all of them. Uh, well, we didn't
0: cover the the Smoke Dizza, which we're giving a little bit more time just because we had all the other albums. We're going to review that next week. Uh, So that's on the list. We'll
1: continue listening to that throughout the week. Raheem and Raheem Devon. Do we have anything and else? Apollo Brown. We're gonna listen to that. And then uh I think it was what was it, one more? Nah man, I'm just gonna go back and listen to this uh Lloyd Banks and um Ransom man. Uh I'm definitely gonna listen to that. I know Pat Boos came out with something as well. He got ransom on a song. Uh King Crooked is on there 38 Special. And it actually sounds really good, Press. And that's me not hating on Papoose.
0: Yeah, yeah. You was uh, actually telling me about this because the last one I had listened to was January. I didn't know the attention was he was dropping one every month, and I haven't went back and checked. But I listened at the one in January, and I think it was on like uh, my playlist that we put out that that month, like some of the songs. But uh, man, I got, I got, I got some music. I gotta go back and listen to. I gotta go back and like check that out. Yeah.
1: Can we can we address something? Can we address something? The, the raps that he be doing on social media where everybody be so amazed about. <laughs> it's like, I don't dislike all of them, but to hear him doing that. It's a gimmick. Yeah, it's a gimmick. At yeah, yeah point. but to hear him doing that, but then when I hear this, I'm like, yo, this is, this is what I want to see him putting on there. You know what I mean? But like he sounds really dope with special ran Billy, Billy dance from MOP King crooked. Like he got spitters on all of these different projects that he's dropped this year. And he don't rap that elementary style that he's putting online, Like he's really rapping. So it's like, I, I'd love to see that portrayed more so than what we're, we're seeing. Some people like it to each his own. You know what I mean? If you feel it's a gimmick press. I just, I mean, I don't like it, so I don't listen to it. So, (laughs) I don't have no problem with it.
0: It was cool, like, the first couple of times I heard them do it, and then, like, I mean, we going on, like, about damn near 15 years. Like, you've been doing one of these, and you put on two or three of them on an album. It's like, bro, like, I'm, I'm that's not what I'm here for. It's the other stuff on your album. It's not those songs. Those that I, like I thought it was cool once. You know what I mean? I understand you can do it with everything. You, what you're gonna go walk in the room and just start picking up stuff and rhyme. That's what it reminds me of. Those little freestyles or, oh, what guy like I wanna just hold up something. And you rap, do a rhyme for it. It's like, uh, I don't know how much you think that portray skill but that's not what i want to hear you know what i mean it's it's cool that you could do that but that ain't what i really want to hear i don't want to just every day i'm walking up hey wrap something to this i got a got a pen and uh a, a ball cap yeah. oh man
1: that's it yeah that's it man but yeah that's just that's just what i wanted to bring up man so that's 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 it man but hey y'all before we let y'all go we have our mid-year annual awards they're they're coming up really 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 soon think we're going to record the first episode on the 20th of this month. and That's going to drop immediately after. So whatever the 20th is, we drop in on the following Tuesday. I'm not looking at a calendar. Y'all look at the calendar, but we'll be dropping some mid-year wrap up in about two to three parts. So I think this is going to be dope. You're going to get spun up on a lot of dope music. We got some guests coming on to break up the monotony and show some podcast love to to folks that's been supporting us out there and and get some synergy going that way, bring some new voices. Um, Iggy Loudmouth Podcast will be there, Great Minds Podcast. We'll also have Madam Money on. So she's a female, really dope in hip-hop. So y'all follow her on Twitter, on her YouTube. Follow the Great Minds Podcast and Iggy's Loudmouth Podcast, and we're going to get it shaking, man. We love this hip-hop shit. We love this sports stuff, man. We love the culture. So that's Cash. I'm one half of the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast team. Take us out, Prez.
0: Hey, Mr. Prez, I want to give a shout-out to all our Patreon supporters. Once again, thank y'all for the continued donation and support. We're, we're growing, we're back growing. We starting to see that growth. It was a low that we had probably about a, about a month and a half ago. I think people was getting back out, going places, but the growth is starting to come back again. And we started moving up. Uh, thank you y'all for all your support and uh, sharing, commenting, everything that y'all doing uh, online for us. Really do appreciate it. Out.